All right, boys and girls, have a seat and get something to drink. It's your Uncle Jimmy coming to you from the Rock and Roll Garage live once again with Greeks to Wheels, the weekly technician podcast. Hey, today's subject is a real simple subject. I want to even call it that. I'm going to call it simple truths. The simple truth. A lot of the problems that we have and that everybody on this planet has are really pretty simple. And I mean that. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not valid. Doesn't mean that some of your problems aren't catastrophic or devastating, but there's simple truths to a lot of these problems, okay? Simple, it's simple. Let me regale you with what I'm talking about, okay? Number one, you're a person. Number two, so is everybody else. The simple thing here is that we all need the same thing. We need to breathe air. We need to have water on a regular basis. We need food. It's pretty it's pretty simple, right? After that, everything else is the desire, okay? We desire to have money. We desire to have love. We desire to be able to take care of our families, of ourselves. We desire to live comfortably. That's what we want. That's the simple truth. And when things impede that, when things seem tough or unmanageable, and they infringe upon these things, the simple truth is, is that we will rail against them and mightily, I might add, okay? Now, as a technician, there's a lot of things that are very simple about what we do, okay? We show up to work, we work for eight hours, maybe 10 sometimes, and then we go home. Because we are technicians, what we drive typically works just fine, and we are almost always working on other people's stuff. That's the simple truth. The simple truth is that these people who own these other vehicles that we work on, well, they are upset that they have to pay to get their car fixed. I'm not happy about it. I get it. Who is? Uh, I've heard somebody say one time, my car always breaks down at the most inconvenient time possible. But really, seriously, if you're going somewhere and your car breaks down, it's just inconvenient. That's it. End of sentence. It's no matter when it breaks down, it's inconvenient. And that's a simple truth. So what I need for you to realize is that the simple truth is I don't give a fuck if your car broke down. Okay, that's the simple truth there. My car works fine, I have a job, I make money, I fix cars. Don't make it harder on yourself and me. Just let me fix the fucking thing, give me the appropriate payment, and you can have it back. Simple, pretty fucking simple, isn't it? Yes. Now here's something that I think a lot of our customers should know and maybe we should remind them on a regular basis and if we don't remind them, who's gonna? No car lasts forever. That's a simple truth for fuck's sake. They don't last forever. You know, I, you know, there's always some moron somewhere who has a Volvo he's been driving for a million and a half miles and he's a smiling idiot on some of these Jalopnik fucking websites. It's like, fuck off, okay? Nobody's impressed by what you did. Instead of being a cheap cocksucker and keeping his car going forever, which looks like a fucking jackass wagon, get something different to drive, dumbass, okay? I'm not driving the same thing I drove even 10 years ago. Driving something different now than 10 years ago. I'm driving something different now than I drove 20 years ago or even 30 years ago, okay? You're gonna be driving something different. Simple truth. Cars are consumer products, ladies and gentlemen. They break, they fuck up, and after a while, they're just no good and not worth fixing anymore. Simple truth. So get used to it. If you're gonna get worked up and angry about your car breaking, stop gonna break okay it's rule number one in uncle jimmy's vehicle 
care handbook. Cars break. Rule number two, can't do nothing about rule number one. They fucking break, okay? Now, I like to restore cars. I, I love it. This is what, it's one of the things that trips my triggers, one of the things I do in my spare time. I like to restore cars. But they're done being daily drivers. They're done taking your mom to the grocery store and dropping you off at school. They're not going to be doing that ever again. If I restore a car, first off, I'm not going to let my mom drive it because, well, she's no longer with us, so she can't anyway. But even if she was still here, she wasn't going to drive that car. She wasn't going to drive any of my cars. I let her drive one of my cars once, and she smoked in it. That put a fucking kibosh on that shit. <laughs> That's a simple truth. Don't smoke in my shit. I don't dig it. Killed her. Killed my dad. It killed my sister. If you smoke, just plan on being dead, okay? That's all there is to it. That's a simple fucking truth also, by the way. Smoke. Who knew that inhaling smoke could kill you? Um, Yeah, that would be everybody. Seriously. So there's a simple truth for you, all right? Look, um, if you have a car, the best you can hope for is maybe five, close to 10 years. Uh, nowadays, I hear the average age of cars on the road is 11 years. But most people don't own that car for 11 years. They own it for about five, maybe six, and then get rid of it somehow or another, whether they trade it in or they junk it or they sell it privately. And then somebody else gets their hands on it. And what you have here then is a split. It's probably right down the middle. It's probably five and a half years on an 11-year-old car where a car changes owners, but it's still in service. Okay, that's fine. And the cars are built way better than they used to be. And that's a simple truth, okay? Because if you owned a car in the 50s, you had to spend a good chunk of your weekend, and I'm talking every fucking weekend, making sure that that thing was lubed up and the oil was good and the air filters, you had... The, oil bath air cleaners in a lot of cases you had to clean them out and you had to make sure the battery had water in it have you ever fucking done that no none of you have i know because we've had maintenance free batteries for about 30 years now so and maybe even longer come to think of it so putting water in a battery that's old school but we used to have to do that all the freaking time and guess what flat tires if people got flat tires all the freaking time, they got flat tires so often they carried a spare with them. Can you even imagine that? <laughs> I can. Cars used to actually come with them. It's been about 15 years now and they haven't been coming with them anymore. But that's because they make tires with really seriously stiff sidewalls so you could drive around on them. And honestly, they don't even look flat when they are, which is ridiculous. Because you, you're looking at it trying to figure out why it's why the tire pressure monitor's on and it doesn't look like it's flat. There's no, not one PSI of air in it and you're spraying it down trying to get air to come out of it and there isn't any in it at all. Don't fall for that. That was kind of silly. That made me look stupid and I don't need any help in that department, boys and girls. And that's a simple truth. So you got to get a hold of the people that you're working for, whether it's your boss, whether it's, it's uh, the people who are bringing you cars, whether it's a service advisor. Look, there's simple truths, okay? Cars don't last forever, they fucking break, and it really is kind of useless to just get upset about it. If you can't fix it, you're at the mercy of the automotive technician. And you know what? There's worse things in the world to be. Would you rather be at the mercy of an executioner? Uh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take the auto mechanic. We want money. That's only because that's what we do. That's our livelihood. We want to pay our mortgage and our car payment just like you do. And do we, do we get upset if we have to fix our own stuff? Well, actually, we probably do get a little upset sometimes i mean if my car breaks i don't i don't enjoy that i just had a water pump go out on my on my car and i gotta change it and i don't want to because i shouldn't have to it's a lifetime warranty piece 
And uh, well, it's a good thing. It's a lifetime warranty piece because it's had it. And that's a simple truth. Shit breaks, components on cars break, cars entirely break. All you can ask for from a vehicle really is to just be uh, reliable, as reliable as possible, be as safe as possible, to look as good as possible, not to chew up the tires and the brakes too often because they get expensive after a while. You know, you want something that's going to work for you. That's all. That's all you want. That's all you want. That's the simple truth there. Look, the important things in life are not cars. Okay, they're not cars. Sure, we work on them and we love them. Some of us hate them, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're not that important. Not when you're talking about your family. Not when you're talking about your friends. Not when you're talking about other human beings, okay? Keep that in mind. It's a simple truth. Your cars cars are not that important. You know, I, I tell people this all the time. They give me a hard time because they have some old car and it's fucking up. And they're like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, you know, we got you covered. Because there's factories all over the world making these things 20, 30, 40, 50 of them an hour. Just get a new one or a new used one, one that's new to you. Five years from now, you're not going to have that car. Odds are five years from now, you're going to be driving something different. Don't beat yourself or anybody else up over it. That's just some solid advice from your Uncle Jimmy. Now, I want to switch gears. I want to switch gears and talk about something completely different because I've really beaten the crap out of a lot of the subjects that we have to deal with. I have done multiple podcasts on some of these subjects, and maybe you haven't heard them, and maybe you have. Um, And sometimes, depending on my mood, I'm charitable, and sometimes I'm not charitable, and Sometimes I'm just angry and it doesn't work very well well for me. I think that some people find it funny. I don't think it, I don't honestly think it's as funny as other people find it. Although sometimes I find myself laughing at myself when other people are too. Um, Anyway, and that's a simple truth, trust me. Um, But one of the things I want to talk to you about is your service advisors. And I know I've I've spent an awful lot of time talking about them. And uh, that's because they are really, honest to God, in charge of what happens to you, either subliminally or uh, on a higher level. They're the ones who make or break what happens to you during the day. They make or break it. If they decide not to sell something, which is the case in a hell of a lot of situations, you get nothing. You're, you're not gonna be doing a repair that you either wanna do or you can do and that you could make money on. It's not gonna, it, it, you just, they're thwarting you. And I would dare say that a large, that probably a larger majority of service advisors will do that without a care in the world, without thinking for one second that, you know, they're killing the business and they're killing you. They don't, they don't care. They want their life to be easy. We, I've covered this ad infinitum. But one of the things that happens to service advisors that drives me absolutely fucking wild is at holiday time. Now this obviously isn't true everywhere you work, but at one place I worked, it was outrageous. And that's the gifts that people bring into the dealership or to the shop and give to the service advisor for their excellent service all year long. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, nothing drives me wilder than giving a guy who just bullshits you on the phone every time you call and who doesn't sell you stuff you need and tries to sell you stuff you don't need 
or tries to tell you what's wrong with his your car before you even pull it into the dealership and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and you're going to bring him a bottle of scotch or some crown royal or a case of wine you're going to give this guy cookies or a cake or any one of a number of gifts that I've seen service advisors get from customers over the years, these fucking people, honest to God, they don't fucking deserve it. I don't understand why people feel the need to give gifts to a service advisor. They don't fix the cars. They're like a go-between. Now, am I saying to you that the technicians should get the gifts? No, I'm not saying that either. We get paid to do what we do. But when I walk into a service advisor's office and it looks like a fucking liquor store a week before Christmas, it pisses me off. Because this is the same guy who won't sell a leaky oil pan gasket to somebody. This is the same guy who tells them that he doesn't need to replace the valve cover gasket on his car. Or this is the guy who sells three fucking tires when the customer needs four and says, oh, take the spare and put that on the car. This is that guy. They're buying wine and scotch and cookies and shit for, okay? That's that guy. Now, where I'm at now, it didn't, if it happened, I didn't get to see it. And we are, we're pretty new, so we don't have any real clientele base just yet. But I'm imagining that a couple, two, three of these advisors will be there for a, a long period of time. And over the course of that time, they will develop relationships with the customers, which is good. I'm all for that. But as a customer, you should realize that this guy wears a shirt and a tie and his hands are spotless. He might even have a, a fucking a manicure and he sits at a desk and he ignores the fucking phone and he types his shit into a computer. Customer states car vibrates when that isn't even remotely what the fucking customer said at all. And you're going to bring him a bottle of wine. You're going to bring him some crown royal. You're going to you're going to drop a tin of cookies on him or something for helping you out. He didn't do fucking shit to help you out it's the technician who fixed your shit it's the technician who had to clean out all the shit on the floor and passenger seat before he could get underneath there to put the fucking blower motor in your car he's the guy who had to take three sets of golf bags out of the back of your car so you could change the fucking battery he's the guy who told the advisor that if your car resets the clock you're going to need a battery in the first fucking place did the advisor know that he didn't know that but you know when he told you that he told you that with such a sense of authority that you thought he knew. Oh yeah, you know, if your clock resets, you're probably gonna need a new battery because, you know, there's modules in there that'll say, voltage is going low, we need to kill the clock so it doesn't kill us. And so the clock resets. And that advisor didn't know that. He didn't go to training. He doesn't have any experience with that feature. He doesn't know anything about why that happens or why it doesn't happen. He doesn't fucking know. He just knows what you tell him as a technician. And then all of a sudden he's an expert, which is great. Because I got to be honest with you, I haven't run into a lot of technicians who are now advisors. Although, if they wanted to be, they could. And it would be very lucrative for them because I know a lot of advisors are making six fucking digits. And that's not counting all of the fucking gifts they get. And I, honestly, this one, this one advisor we had, he got so much booty at Christmas, he had to have regifted it. There was no way on earth he could have drank everything they gave him. It would have taken him until the next Christmas and then it would have started all over again. And did he share with any of us? Fuck no. No, he did not. Should he have? Fuck yeah. He should have thrown a party at his house and let us all drink that shit and wreck his house and piss in his aquarium and 
fucking make his dog crap in a fucking bedroom and had sex on his bed. I'm telling you, I it, it drives me wild. They're, they're showing appreciation and thanks and kindness to the wrong motherfucker. That's uh, really, I just wanted to kind of get that off my chest. That's really all I was after with that one. Um, if you have an advisor who gets a lot of gifts and he sells a lot of stuff for you and he's really a good producer, then yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge him uh, a bottle of scotch or some cookies, but in some case, in the, some of the cases that I've seen, it's just outrageous over the edge, especially when you're the fucking guy who has to crawl in his, in his shit encrusted car and change a blower motor or fucking, you know, you have to change the oil in the car and there's none in it to begin with. And then when it, you change it, it starts running worse. And believe me, if you work on somebody's car and for some reason or another, it runs worse after you work on it, which has happened and it can happen. Believe me, the advisor is going to blame you all day long. It certainly isn't going to be his fucking fault. But if the car runs great, hey, we did a great job on your car. Yeah, we did a great job on your car. That's enough. That's the rant for the day. I wanted to let you know that I'm probably going to be breaking these uh, podcasts up into two sections like this because I don't want to go on and 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 on ad infinitum about gifts for service advisors or the simple truths. I think you know what the simple truths are. Let's just keep them all in mind and let's try to keep our service advisors in line and and uh, let's let's get the hell out of here, okay? This is your Uncle Jimmy. I want to sign off right now. Let me just put this in there real quick. We're doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of work trying to get you all on the podcast with me. Um, and if it's something you're interested in, definitely hit us up. Uh, probably the best place to hit us up is going to be on Facebook, okay? So if you're doing the Facebook thing and you got a comment or a suggestion or you want to be on, definitely go to Grease the Wheels. And let me know what it is. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to have you on the show because it would save me from ranting about somebody getting Crown Royal for fucking Christmas. Uh, until then, until we get you signed up to come on, this is your Uncle Jimmy signing off. See ya.